We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. This is At Home Connecticut, hosted by Joey Burgoyne, highlighting events and happenings that are taking place in your home. Connecticut on WTIC News Talk 1080. Good morning and welcome to another episode of At Home in Connecticut. I'm your host, Joey Burgoyne, and joining me this morning is Lisa Gray. She's the founder of A Promise to Jordan. You know, we've it's the pandemic. There's so many things going on, but there's so many good causes and so many creative ways people are helping those causes. And A Promise to Jordan is one of those I find very interesting. You know, we're a show that on Sunday mornings for family and doing things together. This one's a little bit different, but it's for a good cause. And I think everyone, I know my kids included, when we go out to eat, they always want a Shirley Temple, you know, <laughs> the mocktails. So joining me again this morning, Lisa Gray, founder of A Promise to Jordan. Thank you for joining me this morning. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you for the opportunity, Joey. So tell me a little bit about what is A Promise to Jordan? A Promise to Jordan is an organization. We're a nonprofit that's based in Simsbury. And I started the organization back in July of 2018 after losing my firstborn son, Jordan, to an accidental heroin and fentanyl overdose at the age of 24 on June 30th, 2018. And he passed away inside our family minivan in the driveway of our home. And so as I said goodbye to him that afternoon in our driveway, I made a promise to him that I would keep fighting to save other individuals and families from the devastation that's brought on by the disease of addiction. So less than a month later, our organization was founded. And since then, we have been doing tremendous work in our communities. So our mission is to raise awareness of the problem of substance use disorders, help erase the stigma surrounding it and other mental health disorders, help people access quality care when they're ready for treatment, and most importantly, give hope that recovery is possible to individuals struggling with substance use disorder and their loved ones, because it truly is a family disease that affects everyone it's that definitely, loves the person Yeah, it's definitely, affected. it hits anyone, it holds no grudges, it goes after anyone right. and everyone equally. Um, you know, I've experienced it in my family also, and one of the things, like, fundraising is a very big thing. It's been difficult, I would assume, over the past year to do fundraising. Um, we'll get into a little bit of the troubles and stuff that have had to happen over the year. But one of the events you guys have coming up, which is pretty cool, area restaurants and local bar owners are going to showcase their best non-alcoholic beverage to compete for first place in the mocktail tasting fundraiser in May on the 13th. Tell me about that at Real Artways. Yes. So a lot of nonprofits, I'm sure uh, people have seen they do beer tastings or wine tastings 
as a way of raising money. But obviously, since we're an organization that tries not to encourage people to use substances, that was not an option for us. And so I came up with this idea because I, I've seen mocktails becoming more popular in recent months. They're actually on menus of many restaurants when I go out to eat. And people are, many people are trying to live a healthier lifestyle, so they're cutting back on alcohol. Maybe they've made a New Year's resolution to cut back on their consumption. And, of course, there are millions of people in the United States living in recovery who I think would appreciate being able to go out for an evening to a fun event where they don't have that threat of a substance hanging over their heads and, and you know, having to think about um, – being able to stay sober. So this is an event that is for people in recovery, but really for anyone. And uh, as you said, we're going to have restaurants from all over the Hartford area who are going to join us. And they're also, in addition to the mocktails, they'll be serving appetizers. There'll be food as well. And it will be held outdoors so people can feel safe coming out and, and any restrictions that are still in place with regard to the pandemic at that time will certainly be followed so that people can feel safe. And, that's and have the, a good time. And that's one of the things, like you said, you know, it's a it's a place where people can feel safe. I know that's one thing we've struggled with, you know, because there has been substance abuse in my family. When we do have family gatherings, holidays, it's do you put out that bottle of wine or do you put out some mixed drinks? You know, it, it's a weird thing. So for this to be a safe mm-hmm. space for everyone to go, you know, there's going to be nothing that's going to be tempting. That's a really great idea. Like, How did you come up with the idea? Like what just triggered it all of a sudden? Uh, you know, I'm not sure. I think it was probably thinking about the beer tastings and the wine tastings that I've seen other nonprofits do, but also because I I enjoy a mocktail from time to time myself, and I have fun. I consider myself like a junior mixologist, if you will, <laughs> at home, and I, I concoct all kinds of things for myself at home, and they're often so delicious. You know, we're talking about more than just, a, you know, drinking a non-alcoholic beer or a glass of seltzer or something. These are really creative combinations of ingredients that these uh, restaurants and bartenders have come up with that I think people are really going to enjoy. And that's, you know, that's the thing, the creativity. I have always said, you know, many times over the past year during the show is if one thing that we can look at as a silver lining to this whole pandemic is people have found creativity inside of them that they have never known existed. Right, right. <laughs> and, you know, so out of necessity. It's, yeah, it's yeah. out of necessity, and it's just fun. I mean, people are having yeah. fun doing different things. I've seen more people with kids, you know, talking about cooking dinner with their family, doing things that, you know, bring everyone together, and this is one of those things that bring people together for a great cause. So if people do want to, you know, adventure out to the mocktail tasting, how can people get some more information for the fundraiser? You can visit our website, apromisetojordan.org, and click on the events tab. And also, if I if I could, while people are on the website, if anyone is struggling or knows someone who is struggling with a substance use disorder, our website has probably the most comprehensive listing of resources for help on there. We have nearly 100 resources for help listed under the Where to Turn for Help tab. So you'll find anything there from treatment centers to support groups and everything for the individual who's struggling as well as their loved ones who might need some support. And that's one of the things that I think, unfortunately, a lot has gotten swept under the rug during the whole COVID pandemic with people being a little bit more isolated, finding ways to get help or have someone understand Mm -hmm. there is help, even though, you know, there might not be as much face to face contact with people, but there is hope out there. So that's really cool that you guys have that on the website. Have you seen that kind of uptick over the past year? 
Yes, unfortunately, and and I don't think it's a secret to anyone. There have been a, there's been a lot of new news coverage on it as well. The mental health issues that have been exacerbated by the restrictions brought on by the pandemic, which certainly leads to more substance use, and and unfortunately, um, we for 2020 saw the highest year on record for overdose deaths, not only in the state of Connecticut but across the United States, and uh, it's. It's very sad, it, it, and I, I just, I just have to keep fighting. And other organizations like mine just have to have to keep fighting and doing this work in our communities. And hopefully, we're going to start to see those numbers turn around. I have to believe that we are making a difference, but it's, uh, it's discouraging sometimes to see them continuing to go up. And the pandemic certainly didn't help. No, the, the pandemic. And there were a lot of factors that played into that for sure. And I mean, that's you know, one thing I always kind of like to highlight is there. Recently, can you think of like a, a good story, you know, something that, you know, people are going to, you know, go to the mocktail fundraiser, but, you know, is there, can you, where is the money going? You know, give me an example of if you got someone that you've helped recently sure. and kind of like that, you know, for that forsaken soul that was helped out. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's funny you mentioned that because uh, just last week we were able to help a family get their loved one into treatment when they had been struggling. There was a particular treatment center that he wanted to go to, and he had his heart set on that one, and they had been calling every day looking for availability for a bed, and he was being turned away and turned away and turned away. And they reached out to me, and I made a call, and he, within 48 hours he was in the treatment center that he wanted to be in. So that felt really good, and he's doing extremely well there. Uh, we also have a program going on right now that we're very proud of where we are providing life coaching services to individuals who are being discharged from treatment or transitioning from a sober living community back into traditional society while recovering from opioid use disorder. So these are individuals who have often, because of their disease, lost everything, and they you know, finally get to the point where they are putting in the time and effort to get healthy and change their lifestyle and, and get back on the right track, and they're discharged from treatment or their sober living community, and they're slapped in the face with the harsh reality that they're now starting their lives over from nothing. And that's They have no job. They have no home. They've often lost their families. And so we're providing them with a coach who can help them find a safe place to live, help them find a job with a livable wage, help them go back to school if they want to, or even just the simple matter of staying sober, making sure that they know where their NA and AA meetings are and that they're getting to them and that they're getting their medication-assisted treatment and that they're attending their therapy appointments. So that is something that is so important in those initial weeks and months when someone is making that transition when they're at highest risk of relapse. And that's one of the, you know, a lot of the things like you just said, unfortunately, they're the stigmas that people fear when they're trying mm-hmm. to get help. You know, there's yeah. places out there, a promise to Jordan dot org. There's multiple helping hands that are there to let people know that there's there's hope out there. You know, and one of the things like we would talk about you're doing is a mocktail fund fundraiser. And I'm looking at some of the sponsorships, you know, I want you I mean, these are the companies and businesses and people that are making this possible. And, you know, give a give a shout out to some of them for helping out. Sure. Liberation Programs is a great supporter down in Stanford. They're a treatment center. Uh, Athletic Brewing Company, they are a brewery down in Stratford, Connecticut. All they brew is non-alcoholic beers of all different kinds of flavors. I'm really excited to try them. Um, 
We've got, um, I don't know, so many different sponsors that have, that have backed us. Uh, Avon uh, Driving School in, in the Farmington Valley. So lots of organizations and, and companies, businesses that are supporting our cause and supporting this event that, that we're very, very grateful for. That's excellent. So again, it's taking place outdoors at the Real Artways located at 56 Arbor Street in Hartford from 6 to 9 on may 13th and you know we have to because nowadays what's the you know covid protocol if people want to head out to the event they'll of course uh, i'm sure we'll still be wearing masks at that time so make sure that you bring a mask and anything else we'll let you know when you get there uh you know we'll, we'll be trying our best to keep people social distance if we're still needing to do that at that time we're hoping as the governor is telling us uh Hopefully by that time, everyone will have had the opportunity to be vaccinated if they want to be. So hopefully our numbers are going to be low and we're going to feel uh, safe being able to gather together in, in one place. But time will tell, I guess, with, <laughs> as with everything with this virus. Time will tell. We have to wait and see. It's but a, whatever is happening at that time, people can rest assured that we will be following every restriction and that, that they will still be able to have a really enjoyable time. It is a time of fluctuation. <laughs> you know, For sure. It, For if, sure. Like you said, if people want more information, a promise to Jordan Dot org, or they can email you at info at a promise to Jordan dot org. There's still some sponsorship abilities, it looks like, and just anyone looking to help, it'd be an amazing thing. Lisa Gray, the founder of A Promise to Jordan, who lost her son and is just trying to do the best she can so other people don't have to go through what she does, finding the star amongst the dark, I like to say. Well, thank you again, I Lisa, like for joining me. And this is one of those things that just, you know, because remember, great things happen. At Home in Connecticut. You've been listening to At Home in Connecticut, a public service project produced by WTIC News Talk 1080. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 